green pastures. I know you're picturing lush fields of belly deep alfalfa as far as the eye can see. Well, get that picture out of your mind. Instead, see clumps of green along the arid landscape of the Negev Desert in Israel. That's more the biblical reality. And that's what our heart is for our weekly Green Pastures devotions published by Vineyard Boise. Our hope is that each day you'll find a wee clump of green along the all-too-often arid landscape of life, just enough to sustain you, to keep you moving forward. Each daily devotion consists of four strands, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. May the Lord lead us together into the green pastures we need today to continue growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Green Pastures for Monday, April 25th. Diving into Galatians. How to read a letter. Today's scripture reading, Galatians chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, from the English Standard Version, which reads, Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers who are with me, to the churches of Galatia. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. This is God's Word. Who actually does letters anymore? We text and twext and Twitter and message each other on social media platforms, and when we have something more to say, we compose and send emails. But letters? Especially a handwritten letter? Trifold it and put it in an envelope, which is then addressed and stamped and mailed? Seriously, who does that anymore? Writing letters is a seriously outdated form of communication, which has some curious implications when we consider the fact that half of the ancient collection of documents we know as the New Testament is composed of letters. Letters written to individuals, letters written to a specific community of faith, letters written to faith communities throughout an entire city or a region, letters intended for the widest possible audience of believers everywhere. That's right, half of our New Testament is a mailbag. Devotional asterisk, a mailbag is what a mailman or a mail carrier carries as she canvasses neighborhoods, depositing mail in our mailboxes, most of which are immediately, well, we toss or recycle them, unless it's a bill because we refuse to go digital and pay online. Yes. Half of our New Testament is a mail bag filled with letters addressed to other people, most of whom lived long, long ago in a galaxy far, far away. And that's just a slight exaggeration. To gain perspective on just how distant these letters and their authors and audiences are, imagine someone unearthing our current correspondence in the year 4022. Scary thought, particularly if they're trying to sort out our text threads. Let's just say there's quite a historical, cultural, religious, sociological, anthropological, and contextual chasm to navigate. Who were these people and what on earth were they talking about? So, as Dr. Grant says to the child mocking a raptor fossil as looking like an overgrown chicken in Jurassic Park, show a little respect. 
which for us, as we dive into the book, that is the letter of Galatians, means at least three, yay, four things. One, take time to learn what you can about the author and recipients of the letter. Two, find out what you can about what occasioned the letter. Three, read the letter as a letter. Four, as you read the letter as a letter, remember that you're hearing half of a conversation. Which means, unlike our instant texting and emoji responses, this is going to take a bit of time and effort. You're going to have to dig, as it were, for some raptor fossils and then see them come to life. It's a bit of a painstaking task, such digging. If I were a kind devotional writer, I would just hand you all that you need to know here. But I'm not a kind devotional writer, and where would the fun in that be? No, I'll just show you where to start digging. Because not only am I not a kind devotional writer, I'm the kind of devotional writer who gives you homework. So, your turn to read. Today's text is the opening paragraph of Galatians, which introduces you to the author, Paul, and the recipients, the Galatians. And yes, you can certainly just read an introduction or two for Galatians, or you could read that passage like 10 times if you wanted, but I would challenge you to take the time, about 30 minutes, give or take, remember, homework, to read chapters 9 through 15 of the book of Acts. That's just seven chapters of Acts, that's all. It will actually give you the full span of the historical context for this letter, stretching from Paul's conversion through his first missionary journey, most of it in the southern region of Galatia, to the great theological smackdown known as the Conference in Jerusalem, Acts 15. If you're doing this in the context of a family or group, have some fun with it. Make it dramatic. Assign parts. But however you do it, Read and see what you see as you learn about both author and recipients of this letter and something of what occasioned it. But before you do, take a moment for some personal reflection. When's the last time you actually wrote someone a letter? When's the last time you received a letter? What did you do with it when you received it? What has your experience been with the New Testament letters? When it comes to types of literature in the Bible, are the New Testament letters your favorite? Your least favorite? Somewhere in between? Why? Lord, speak to me through this ancient letter addressed to people long gone by an author far removed from these times far removed from me. Make the words fresh. Move them from fossils on the page to become the living words that you intend for me to hear, even now. Through your Spirit, with, upon, and in us. Amen.